Hello everyone and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters Europe brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Michaela Felisiak. In this special series of podcasts, we will be looking at employment and labor issues affecting businesses and organizations, especially in our European jurisdictions. In addition to discussing the important stories and events happening in these countries, we are also fortunate to have the chance to dial in our local ELA lawyers that practice in these jurisdictions and are working daily to help the local clients. Joining us today in the program is Kali Papadaki, Senior Associate at Kyriakides Georgopoulos Law Firm in Greece. Kelly, how are you doing? Hello, Michaela. Thank you for having me. I'm fine. How are you? Good, thanks. It's great to have you on the show because we haven't heard anything about the current situation in Greek right now. So let me begin with a more general question to you. How did the COVID-19 pandemic affect the working environment in Greece, Kelly? The COVID-19 pandemic severely affected public health and caused unprecedented disruptions to the Greek labor market. In line with the advice from the National Organization of Public Health, many steps have been taken the last year by the Greek government in order to contain the spread of the virus. The government has implemented measures ranging from physical distancing, restrictions on the freedom of movement, lockdown of entire cities, and of course, the suspension of operation of non-essential companies. As the pandemic evolved, so did the measures the Greek government has taken to address it. Reducing face-to-face -face contact was an important action to mitigate the impact of the COVID-19 crisis. In this new environment, employers were requested to be able to adapt and make contingency plans to respond to the new measures as they arise. Up to today, Companies are implementing working from home as a temporary measure, and most of them are currently exploring the alternative by introducing working from home as a permanent working arrangement. So flexible working arrangements are here to stay for the period following the COVID-19 crisis. Well, that's very interesting because right now in Germany, we are also working from home and I bet in many countries too. But right now, even while we are in the third wave of the COVID pandemic, people are discussing if it's really necessary that working from home is a measure. So I can't even imagine the discussion after COVID. So did the Greek government provide for flexibility measures to employers during COVID-19? Yes, a variety of employment-related measures were adopted by the Greek government in order to support the labor market. Such measures included the suspension of registration of changes of working hours and overwork over time to the electronic system of the Ministry of Labor called Ergani, the replacement of the house quarantine period with overtime work, the granting of a special purpose leave to working parents due to school closings, extension of deadlines for payment of social security contribution and tax obligations for companies, the implementation of a newly created support mechanism called collaboration for companies which suffer at least 20% losses in their turnover. During collaboration, a company is entitled to proceed with working time reductions of up to 50% per week. 
during such implementation of working time reduction, terminations of the affected employees are prohibited and there is an obligation to maintain the same contractual salaries. Furthermore, the government implemented state aid measures in cases of companies that had either ceased their operation following a public order or were considered as affected by the COVID-19 crisis. Such measures included the suspension of employment agreement, the provision of work only through safe operation personnel, and the intra-group transfer of employees from one company to another. Similarly, termination of such employees were applicable to companies that made use of these state aid measures. Last but not least, the unilateral implementation of remote working was a very important measure introduced during the COVID-19 period. Until today, employers in Greece are authorized to unilaterally impose remote working for a percentage of up to 50% of their employees or specifically employees working in service provider companies shall work at a percentage of 60% from their home. Oh, wow. So I see Greece has taken a bunch of measures. And how did the Greek labor market respond to such flexibility measures? During the past year, many employees in Greece have been relegated to work from their home. The employer's right to unilaterally implement the decision to apply remote working was introduced at first as an urgent measure since March 2020 and is implemented until today. During the pandemic, working from home was also used as a supplement measure for specific cases. For example, for employees whose employment contract had been postponed in order to cover temporary business needs, for employees belonging to vulnerable groups, such as pregnant employees or employees with a chronic disease, and for employees required to stay in home quarantine. For many of these employees, it has been their first experience with working from home. It is a fact that in many European countries, including Greece, more than half of employees who started working from home due to the pandemic did not have previous experience with working from home. It is important to say that it was also the first experience for most of Greek companies which were requested at the beginning of the pandemic to suddenly implement remote working for the majority of their employees. The experience has demonstrated that working from home can be a physical alternative for office employees. When talking about the new normal and how our personal and professional lives will be altered by the COVID-19 pandemic, remote working is absolutely a cornerstone of such conversation. That's interesting. And I think many companies in Germany made the same experience. Are there many Greek companies which have decided to continue implementing work-from-home arrangement in a more permanent basis after the expiration of the COVID-19-related measures? Well, yes, many Greek companies and especially multinational companies welcomed and were very much benefited from the remote working arrangements during the COVID-19 crisis. During their implementation, businesses observed a reduction of high operational costs. 
This led to the voluntary implementation of remote working policies adjusted to the special needs of each company. Another mega trend these days is the introduction of hybrid work models where employees work a few days per week from home and the rest of the days from the office. I've done some research myself and I can say that this is the arrangement with the most votes, both from the employee side and the company side. Furthermore, companies tend to move office space and transfer to smaller premises, replacing the idea of traditional personal desks with that of shared or hot desks. So each employee will not have his or her own designated personal desk the days attending work, but must book a seat in order to attend the office. Finally, nowadays, more and more companies are hiring employees from abroad in order to work remotely on a permanent basis. The pandemic has given the employers the ability to attract employees from a larger labor market, which we can see that is something that will definitely continue to happen. And what process should the employer follow in order to implement a work-from-home arrangement in Greece? Can you speak a bit about this, Kelly? Under the existing legal framework in Greece, which regulates teleworking as a flexible working arrangement, in order to implement a work-from-home arrangement, the consent of the employee is required by the signing of an initial working from home agreement or an amendment of the employee's employment contract in order to convert it into a work from home contract. Such contract shall include all information related to the execution of working from home and more specifically, shall address the connection that the employee will have with his or her managers in the company, meaning who does the employee report to during working from home, the employee's duties, the method of calculation of remuneration, working hours measurement, as well as the payment of the costs related to the provision of work, meaning payment of telecommunication, equipment, and device failures. In case all the above elements are not included in the contract, the employer is obliged to notify the employee in writing within eight days of the beginning of the work-from-home agreement. It shall be noted that in case an existing employment agreement is converted into a work-from-home agreement, the amendment of the employment agreement should provide for a period of adjustment of three months during which any of the parties, after giving notice 15 days, may end the work-from-home arrangement, meaning that the employee can return to working to the office, to a similar position that he or she previously had. It's quite impressive that the legal systems are quite similar, because also according to German law, we always recommend employers to conclude such a contract. Can the employer also unilaterally require employees working from home on a permanent basis? Well, no. The implementation of working from home is voluntary for employers and employees in Greece. Only during the pandemic period where work from home was introduced as a temporary measure may the employer implement it unilaterally. 
when such temporary measures are lifted, the employee may refuse to convert his or her employment agreement to a work from home agreement. In case the company proceeds unilaterally, such change constitutes a unilateral detrimental change of the employee's contract, which means that the employee from his or her side may insist on providing his or her work at the office in accordance to the terms of the initial employment agreement or even claim for a constructive dismissal. And which are the key legal issues arising from the implementation of home working? Well, practice has shown that the implementation of working from home has caused a lot of issues which need to be determined by the law. One of these issues is monitoring of both working hours and the performance of employees. Given the way work from home is implemented currently, the employee is entitled to organize his or her own home working time. Being away from office, it is difficult for the company to control the working hours and performance of employees on a daily basis. Another issue is company's information security. Working outside the company's premises requires the adoption of increased measures for the security of information systems, both regarding the company's data and the data of third companies. Another issue is the one related to health and safety issues, both in terms of mental health due to the employee's alienation from their colleagues, and of course, in terms of safety, given that when working from home, it is difficult to identify what constitutes a labor accident and what does not. Based on the current legal framework in Greece, the employer continues to be liable towards the employee for health and work safety issues, even during the home working arrangement. The employer is obliged to inform the employee regarding the company policies on health and safety matters, and in particular with regards to the use of screen equipment. The employee from his or her side should follow all applicable regulation and company policies when it comes to safety in workplace. The remote worker has also the right to request an inspection at his or her workplace, meaning his home, in order to check the employee's compliance with the health and safety regulation, the employer or even the employee's representative and the competent labor authorities may have access to the remote working area subject to a previous notice and subject, of course, to the employee's prior consent, given that the resident's asylum is protected. Moving on, other important considerations that each employer shall bear in mind is equal treatment of employees working from home and employees working from the office. The company shall prevent the isolation of employees working from home and shall enable them to meet with their colleagues regularly by organizing meetings in order for them to have access to all information concerning the company's business. Last but not least, employees working from home shall have the same collective rights as employees working at the company's premises. 
their communication with employees' representative should not be prevented due to the fact that they work from their home. At this point, it is extremely important to address the impact of working from home on employees' work-life balance. The increase in digital resources being used for work purposes has resulted in an always-on culture which has a negative impact on the work-life balance of employees. Although working from home has been instrumental in helping safeguard employment and business during the COVID-19 crisis, the combination of long working hours and higher demands also leads to more cases of anxiety, depression, burnout, and other mental and physical health issues. Since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, working from home has increased by almost 30%. This figure is expected to remain high or even increase more in the future. A recent research by Eurofound shows that people who work regularly from home are more than twice as likely to surpass the maximum of working hours per week compared to those working on their employer's premises. Almost 30% of those working from home report working in their free time every day or several times a week, compared to less than 5% of office workers. So now we come to the most debated issue, the right to disconnect. The right to disconnect refers to a worker's right to be able to disengage from work and reframe from engaging in work-related electronic communications, such as phone calls, emails, and other digital communication outside working hours. This also includes holidays and other forms of leave. The European Parliament calls for a law which will grant employees' right to digitally disconnect without having any negative repercussions. This new law should also establish the minimum requirements for remote working and clarify working conditions, hours, and rest periods. Member states, including Greece, are encouraged to take all necessary measures in order to allow workers to exercise this right, including through collective agreements between social partners. They should ensure that workers will not be subjected to discrimination, criticism, dismissal, or other adverse actions by employers. The right to disconnect is expected to contribute to the employee's health and well-being and facilitate employees to maintain a work-life balance. I see there are many possible pitfalls when it comes to the implementation of working from home. Another important aspect, I assume, is working time. And I, I guess that adhering to working time regulations is certainly very important. So how can the employer ensure the compliance with the working time legal provisions? Well, you are right. Working time was already an issue before the pandemic, with digitalization leading to increased fragmentation of work, both in time and location. In a changing world of work, where an employee can work from anywhere, the big question that arises is how to reconcile rigid working time regulation with the hybrid workplace. 
one of the key issues is compliance with the legal requirements about the mandatory rest periods and maximum working time at times when the working day and the working week is no longer the classic nine to five. When allowing employees to work from home, monitoring and complying with the compulsory rest time become difficult. So how does the employer do so? One way is by providing clear guidance to the employees on how long they are expected to work and between which time frame. Another way would be to ask employees to record their working time. So it is clear that an objective, reliable and accessible system enabling the duration of time worked each day by each worker to be measured is required. This is to ensure employees are not working in excess of legal working hours and that they are taking adequate rest breaks. Working time and the broader mental health issue are one of the biggest challenges of the new hybrid workplace. In light of the above, the legal system's greatest challenge is to assure that the statutory working time limits are respected and at the same time that the system provides for the requested flexibility both for employers and employees. Has the Greek government initiated any reforms in order to adapt to the new circumstances? Well, yes. A new law is anticipated to be introduced the following month. Based on the information that we have, the bill law will be tabled to the Greek parliament in mid-May and will include provisions regarding remote working, monitoring of working hours, flexible working arrangement, changes in overtime and changes in collective labor agreements. And do you have any information on the content of the anticipated legal provisions? Of course. Especially for remote working, the new law will introduce provisions regarding the right to disconnect that we talked about earlier. Remote working can also be provided in full-time or part-time employment independently or in combination with work at the employer's premises. Remote workers will have the same rights and obligation as comparable employees who provide their work at the company's premises in terms of workload, evaluation criteria and procedures, rewards, access to business, training and professional information, development, participation in trade unions, trade union action, as well as communication with their trade union representatives. In addition, the bill will determine the method of calculating the additional costs that arise from working from home, which will completely be covered by the employer. Regarding employees' working hours monitoring, the new bill aims to promote the definition of digital working time and the use of electronic work cards for monitoring employees' working hours. Based on public information, each employee will keep a complete record or of his or her working hours and remote working hours, and therefore minimize undeclared and uninsured work as well as falsely declared part-time work. This means that employees will record their own time of beginning and end of work and declare such through an electronic timekeeper 
which will automatically transmit the information to the electronic platform of the Ministry of Labor called Ergani2. Employers, on the other hand, will declare the working schedule of all employees and report any potential modification to the labor authorities. The system will monitor all information in real time and will cross-check the available data. By this way, the labor authorities will be able to easily detect any overtime which needs to be compensated, regardless of any contradictory statements on behalf of the employer and the employee. At first, the change will be implemented in big companies, such as banks and supermarkets, and then will gradually become mandatory for all private sector businesses. It is further expected that the system will operate in conjunction with other state databases, such as the database of the Social Security Fund and that of the tax authorities. Regarding flexibility in working time arrangement and changes on overtime, the new working arrangements will also provide for the ability for employers and employees to freely agree on how will the eight hours of work be distributed during the day. The new law will also include provision regarding breaks during working from home. As far as remuneration is concerned, it is duly clarified that there will be no changes due to the implementation of flexible working arrangement and all applicable collective labor agreements will continue to apply. Furthermore, possibilities for flexibility in the working time arrangements will also be provided for specific activities that are distinguished by intestinality. The Minister of Labor argues that it is now necessary to provide for the concept of individual employment agreements. For example, in seasonal activities such as tourism, transport, or other services, employees will be able to work for up to 10 hours a day for a period of six months, and then work for up to six hours a day for the remaining six months of the year, depending on the productive needs of the high and low season of tourism. We are basically talking about individual employment contracts arranging conventional working time. In the context of the above regulations and in order to strengthen and promote flexibility in the labor market, the Ministry of Labor intends to abolish the institution of overwork and increase overtime limits. The current distinction of 96 hours of permitted overtime per year in the industry section and 120 permitted hours in the services section will be equalized to 150 hours of permitted overtime per year for all business sectors. In addition, for some sectors such as IT, data centers and logistics, employment will be provided on weekends, maintaining always the five-day working system with the possibility of two days of rest during the week. That's interesting and might be a role model also for other countries. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think, Kelly? How will these changes affect Greek employers? 
Well, Greek employers are waiting for the new measures in order to resolve all practical issues that arise from the vast implementation of work from home and other flexible working arrangements. So far, they find such changes very positive as it seems that the Greek labor market adapts to the new circumstances which have developed due to the COVID-19 crisis. Employers hope that they will be provided with more flexibility and clarity on various issues which will affect their operations following the COVID-19 period. And what about the unions? How will the role of the unions be affected by this legal reform? Should the law be adopted, the role of trade unions will elevate as they will seek to remain actively involved in certain processes related to remote working. Recently, the General Workers' Confederation in Greece notified its proposal to the government and the employers' organizations regarding the institutional consolidation of the right to disconnect and the need of establishment of a regulatory framework of the effects of remote working with the aim of improving the level of protection provided to employees. Their main concerns are the introduction of remote working through collective bargaining agreements, the voluntary nature of remote working and the minimum standards to be complied with, the safeguarding of remote workers' rights and their communication with employee representatives, and of course, the coverage of all costs related to working from home and all additional costs resulting from the use of employees' home as their office. So we do believe that there will be new collective labor agreements regulating working from home and flexible working arrangements following the introduction of the new law. Furthermore, the new law is expected to introduce critical changes with regards to trade union issues and collective bargaining agreements. All trade unions will have to register electronically in a relevant register system in order to be able to exercise trade union rights and participate in collective bargaining and sign collective labor agreements. The government will further introduce the mandatory application of electronic voting for strikes and promote remote participation in trade union general assemblies. To this respect, trade unions will be obliged to provide their members with the practical opportunity to participate remotely and vote electronically, especially in order to reach a decision to call for a strike. Otherwise, no accurate decision can be made. Regarding changes in collective bargaining agreement, Subsector collective labor agreements will be recognized by the new law, which is a measure expected to promote greater financial flexibility for companies and, of course, reduce labor costs. Finally, based on the recent information that we have, the functions of conciliation will be separated from those of inspection as Every collective dispute settlement will no longer be provided by the Labor Inspectorate Authority, but will be assigned from now on to the Mediation or Arbitration Service. So let's wait to see what the new law will bring.
Thank you very much, Kelly, for these very detailed information. To bring this to an end, one last question we are asking every guest, and now it's your turn to answer this question. If there was one thing you wanted to tell our listeners, what would it be? Well, thank you for your question. I would say that these are difficult times, unprecedented times. The law has evolved and many change has occurred during the pandemic, but maybe this is an opportunity for Greece and for the Greek legislator to introduce new changes and adopt new measures which will help the labor market evolve. And I do think that this is something that will happen in the future, given that, in my personal opinion, the Ministry of Labor has listened to the needs of Greek companies, to the needs regarding adaption to new flexible working arrangements. That's great. Yeah, let's hope that the pandemic also has some positive influences on our law and other law systems. So thank you very much for this nice chat and your time, Kelly. I wish you all the best for the time ahead and uh, stay healthy. Thank you very much, Michaela. It was a pleasure sharing this floor with you. If you'd like to connect with Kelly Papadaki from Greece or any of our lawyers around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers and on-demand content, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters Europe, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Michaela Felisiak, and thanks for listening.